Good day, mates. <laughs> That's for my uh, lovely Aussie friends who are in the town I'm moving to. Coming up here soon, Mountaindale, New York. I've been in Narrowsburg, New York, and now I'm moving forward again to Mountaindale, located in upstate New York, in the uh, uh, below, right below the Catskills, in the Catskills, but like on the bottom end. Uh, only two hours from the city uh, by a direct bus. Y'all, I'm opening up my own shop and my own space, healing space. Uh, there's going to be a treatment room to do my one-on-one -on -one healing sessions. Uh, there's also going to be some space for people to come and stay. There's a little uh, room with a kitchenette and bathroom. So if you wanted to come upstate for the weekend, uh, there's a little room you can rent and do your thing. There is going to be a shop, which is going to be very art, creative, focused, uh, home goods and stuff like that. Um, I'm not doing herbs and tinctures or anything like that because that's already represented in this town, but I am doing, um, lots of other goodies. I'm going to have some clothing, some jewelry, lots of household stuff. Um, and just a lot of really beautiful objects. If you're a maker of any kind, please email me at yin, Y-I-N, New York, at gmail.com. So that's New York, N-E-W-Y-O-R-K, yin New York, at gmail.com. And uh, send me your wholesale pricing, your items and stuff like that. Uh, I'm definitely considering lots of different makers from all over the place. Um, and uh, please don't be offended if I, if I don't choose your stuff. Some of it may be because it's already represented in town and it's a very little town, so I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes there. Um, but if you are a maker, I'd love to see your stuff. Um, wonderful. That's my big news. Big changes afoot. Going to be doing lots of like, uh, uh, there's going to be a little studio within the shop too. So I'm going to do some workshops and sound baths and it's basically going to be a centralized place where people can come and see me and visit me and spend time with me. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So big changes are happening. And if you follow me on Instagram, at uh, Rebecca Conran, you can uh, keep up to date on all of those changes um, as well. Or via my newsletter, which goes out once a week with the written energy report. And you can subscribe to that, www.rebeccaconran.com, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-C-O-N-R-A-N. Okay, this is the New Story Podcast, and uh, these episodes are the Energy Report. It's your weekly wrap-up of what's going on astrologically, spiritually, energetically. What the fuck's going on? You know, uh, it's very helpful in sort of being able to not circumvent what's happening, not escape what's happening, but to understand what's happening, sometimes a little bit uh, more... Uh, philosophically, and thus try to support yourself a little bit more easily. The energy report this week is from March the 9th through the 15th. The theme I've chosen this week, which is also the mantra, I allow change to bring me enormous blessings. I allow change to bring me enormous blessings. 
The tarot card we have this week is the death card. That's right. Basically, uh, what we've got here is spirit is very blunt. <laughs> blunt AF. Um, not mincing any words, basically. Transformation is happening. Change is happening. And that is that. Okay. This card speaks to transition, endings, elimination, and powerful forces of destiny. There are stirrings in your heart that just can't be denied. We are part of an evolutionary process, and without change, we stagnate. And we know that we're stagnant when we get sick, we get depressed, we're living unfulfilling lives, we're very unhappy. Okay, that is really such a call to us, such a, a call that things have to change and move. Honor this time. Honor the changes you are going through and the inevitable fear that rises as we pass through one stage of life into another. Of course you're going to be scared. Fear is not a reason not to move forward, not to make changes, but it is something that naturally comes up for us. Okay, we're survival-based creatures. So anytime uh, that survival feels threatened which in for our ancestors would have been much more a much more physical present uh, uh, fear, right? They're afraid of, of death and starvation and uh, animals murdering them. Um, today we become a fear we become uh, we go into those same modes of fear response through existential fears, through our mind, through thought processes. Right, so we're really um, we're really having to face those fears. We're having to really face those fears, and nurture ourselves through it, and move forward anyway. The caterpillar must experience its own death within the chrysalis and become primordial goo before emerging as a butterfly. This card says the death card says that we are in the midst of not just personal, but global change. Do not fear your evolution, but allow yourself to be broken open through surrender. You've got this moment. This moment's got you. Allow yourself to transition into new ways of living, new ways of thinking, new behaviors. Okay, the death card doesn't speak to the fact that we're all going to die. <laughs> okay, although it is the one certainty in life that we will die. That is the one thing that we can be sure of. It's our eventuality that we will transition from this earthly body. But what we know about energy is that energy cannot die. It can only be transformed. And you can go through many transformations while you're living, many passageways through one life into another life. Um, I certainly have gone through enormous transformation in my life. Even now I'm going through enormous transformation. You know, for me, the past eight years, I have uh, been uh, willingly and happily in service to other people, in service to healing, really giving back all of the things that were given to me through my healing process, uh, the tools that I was given um, and, and that were shared with me, I've shared with others. And that has been a wonderful way to serve. And now where I am in my uh, life is that I also want my service to serve my creativity. So that means honing my practice, honing my business, making changes, allowing myself to transform. 
It also means letting go of different security systems to do with my business, to do with uh, my work, and allowing new channels to open up. This is not easy. It's definitely not easy for me to move my life again and open up a space (laughs) with no money and uh, like, you know, um, all the regular stresses that anybody has. Um, But something in me tells me that if I build it, they will come. And so I am allowing myself to um, move forward, push through the fears uh, and let spirit really guide me. And I think that that is something that is most beneficial in my life is that I continually allow spirit to figure shit out for me. Okay, so when I was making my record last year, I didn't have the $8,000 it cost to make that record and put that out. Uh, But as I committed to it, and I booked in the session time with the studio, and I paid my producer, the money flowed in. It flowed in. And a lot of it is because of the law of exchange. You know, for me... I feel like if I am giving and receiving in equal measure, that 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 flow of energy continues to move. So, um, of course, I feel fear around the changes that I'm making, the transitions, the parts of me that have to be reborn, um, and the parts of my life that are being reborn. But also, my reliance in spirit is helping me to really just stay anchored in this moment and know that all is well and know that all is well. So this also brings us into the ritual this week. Okay. The, this week, the ritual is to use the Atmanjali mudra. We all know this mudra. It's prayer position. So you bring your hands to prayer position in front of the heart. You can do it right now. So bringing your hands to prayer position in front of the heart with your thumbs pressing up against your sternum. So this mudra, which is, mudras are hand yoga that promote energy clearing in the body and mind and spirit. This mudra encourages to be level-headed and wise. So the first thing I want you to do with your hands here in prayer position is to rub your hands together. A lot of people like to say that you're creating energy by doing this, which is fine. Uh, But really what you're doing is you're helping the left and right brain hemispheres to align. You're basically waking up both sides of your brain. And in some ways, we're waking up the masculine energy and the feminine energy, and we're asking them to work together, which is interesting that this mudra is also called uh, level-headedness, right? And it, and it's a, and it uh, promotes being wise, and that's because we're, we're balancing our energy, we're bra- balancing um, both uh, polarities within us. Um, so you're going to rub your hands together, and when you feel ready, you're going to stop doing that and bring those that prayer position back in front of the heart with those thumbs again, pressing into the sternum, into the heart chakra. Now, I want you to really slow your breathing. Okay, let your inhalation match your exhalation. So if you are breathing in for a count of five or six, then you should be breathing out the equal parts equal count of five or six. So about 10 equal deep breaths.
allowing that breath to really find its flow. I want you to repeat to yourself. I allow change to bring me enormous blessings. I invite spirit to guide me in all my endeavors. If it is for me, the path will be open. If it is not for me, I will patiently wait until spirit guides me forward. Allowing yourself to feel that connection and trust in spirit through the heart. Trusting through the heart. Having faith in yourself. Breathing deeply. So simple to do this work. Simple and takes so little effort and time. To set these intentions, you can release your prayer position. You can open your eyes if you choose to. This is so easy to do, to just bring that intention, that focused intention back. So last week the ritual was to focus on your wins. Where did you have wins in the past? Where did you have a hard time? But you got through it. You figured it out. We were meant to do a writing practice around that last week. This week... We can trust in spirit based on the fact that we've been building on this past information. We have the information. We know that we get through the most strenuous times in our lives. We know that. Uh, We forget it sometimes, but it doesn't change the fact that that's what's happened. So let yourself, as you are doing Atmanjali Mudra, right? Let yourself trust in yourself and in spirit that you can make these changes that change brings uh, that it throws open the doors of your life wide open so that you can actually invite more blessings more fulfillment more of who you really are in March is a big month it's a big big month we're wrapping up one energetic year through Pisces season before beginning a brand new vibration with Aries birth on March 21st. So we're really close to that. This major game changer this month uh, is uh, Saturn is going to change signs. The solar dad, right? The energy of like um, responsibility, basically our responsibility. So it's been journeying through Capricorn since December 19th, 2017 where we have seen a limitation and restriction in terms of how we utilize the old masculine drives of achievement that we used to lean on. Saturn in Capricorn has been asking, what exactly is my responsibility? As it rode along with the nodes, which represent where we're going and what we're releasing karmically and collectively, as it rode along with the nodes, we've had a steady release of those responsibilities, which we may have inherited, but which might not have been a match for our personal beliefs and values. So when they're, when they're not a match, 
right? When it's something that we've inherited, but we want to let it go, that's part of the south node in Capricorn. We've also been working towards a greater appreciation of the feminine energies of nurturance, creativity, feeling, which is the north node in Cancer. Um, on March 21st, Saturn is going to enter Aquarius, so really soon, right? The same as uh, at the at the same time as our shift into uh, Aries. So <laughs> this new year, this new energy year that is being born on March 21st, it's big, it's big, and I'm going to talk about this a lot more next week. Um, but Saturn entering Aquarius, it talks to an, a whole new level of living than what we've been used to. Okay, a whole new level of responsibility is coming in. I've really enjoyed Saturn in um, Capricorn. This might be because my chart is ruled by Saturn. I'm a rising Capricorn uh, and I'm a can sun in Cancer, Mars in Cancer. So a lot of those north node energies of where we're heading I am able to easily shift forward with, and uh, although I've had many limitations and restrictions, just like everybody else, because my chart is ruled by Saturn, I've actually felt like I'm thriving with the responsibility and the limitation and the restriction, because I've had to learn how to hear no, how to hear no from spirit, from others. Um, I have learned that rejection truly is spirit's protection. Um, and so uh, it helps. It's been helpful. I feel like I've really enjoyed the Saturn and Capri Capricorn and just really all the Capricorn energy. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. And it has really helped me hone um, my responsibility to myself, how I want to serve uh, the collective and myself. Um, so I found it to be a very magical time, but really it has taken absolutely surrendering to the fact that we must be disciplined, right? So in the beginning of the year, I started the year uh, on a cleanse, right? I was like, what doesn't work for me? Going out, drinking alcohol, drinking coffee, uh, eating meat, eating dairy, really. You know, those things don't work for me physically. Um, so I have been very, very disciplined in my personal practice. And that has felt good for one. And for two, it has meant really sitting with my own anxiety because I have no, uh, I'm not using any of my escapist uh, stuff that I might've used in the past. So even with coffee, I'm not using coffee to give me a feeling. I'm not using uh, anything to, anything to give me a feeling outside of myself which means sitting with my anxiety and really allowing it to move through me sometimes. But I found this season to be really, really beneficial and helpful. So if we are allowing whatever limitations and restrictions that we're seeing in our dating life, in our work life, with money, to not break us down and make us feel cynical and unhappy in life, but to see it as the necessary uh, limitation requiring our patience and, and just slowing us down to get where we need to go, to listen to the moment more clearly. I think a lot of really amazing things can be born out of that, but we have to be able to surrender. So this year, 
March 21st is a big, big time for us. We're building to that now, um, and we're honing the current energy still. Uh, on March 21st, yes, Saturn is going to enter Aquarius. It's only going to stay there till July 1st, uh, when Saturn will, as it's retrograding, will re-enter Capricorn again. So this energy, we're really going back and forward over what our responsibilities are. 2020 is a collective four-year, which is seeking to establish new solid foundations, ones that can't happen overnight. We need this time. We need things to go back and forward for a while um, so that solid integration into new ways of living can really happen. If I'm honest, uh, and I am, this is a shift that has been coming on strong since 2012. 2012, for sure. For some, we are really feeling the abundance of the universe flowing ever strong. But it that uh, being able to be in that place takes a lot of work. Okay, to get to that level of faith required to live freely, it really means facing a lot of fears. So... You might be feeling good right now, you know, especially if you have been surrendering to your responsibility to yourself and your spirituality. For others, there might be a complete collapse internally happening, resulting in deep fears and emotions becoming more present. This happens when the healing and evolution that we need to move forward on has been repressed rather than acknowledged and nurtured. Either way, though, all is well. It's not wrong to be on either path. You're not behind. You're not ahead. Uh, we're all getting where we need to go. However, the energy could feel two different ways. It could feel like it's go time, right? You could be like, whoa, this is like go time. Things are really aligning. Or you could feel like, wow, things are really breaking apart. Neither of them are good and bad. Neither of them equal failure or success. We are just all you know, walking through the stage that we are in. Everyone is going to get where they need to go. I promise you that. However, at the 29th degree of Saturn in Capricorn, without our spiritual practice, we might flail. We might be flailing. It might be, we might be putting undue stress on ourselves if we are not really committed to our spiritual practice. In layman's terms, whose life have you been living? Whose dreams? Whose expectations? Who do you serve? What do you serve? What do you give your power away to that isn't your own inner authority? On Sunday, the 8th of March, we have this Sun plus new Neptune tight conjunction happening. They're working in tandem, which I spoke about last week. The effects of which we're going to feel through this entire coming week because conjunctions happen. There's the tightness of the degree, which is going to happen between Sun and Neptune in Pisces on the 8th of March. However, uh, a conjunction is up to five degrees of separation between two planets. So we're really going to be feeling that conjunction all this week as well. So the call to action here is to really rely on spirit and your conscious connection with the universe to guide all of your action and inaction. Spirit will tell you when it's time to stop and when it's time to go. Um... Trust in, I love how that just rolled in right then. Trust in spirit, okay? Trust in nature. Trust in your intuitive guidance. Trust in the benevolence of energy that exists in the world. Trust in your being lovable and worthy of the love that you seek to share and receive in the world. 
expect for your expectations to be exceeded, and for surprise elements to come and shower you in love wherever you go. Everything that has been fantastic in my life is always a surprise. It's always a surprise that it comes together. It's always just this thing that sort of falls out of the sky. So leave yourself open. You know, don't expect for everything to just like go down the toilet. Okay, leave yourself open to the element of surprise and the element of uh, blessings and benevolence and abundance wherever you go. We are starting this week with a huge bang because, first of all, we've got that those tight conjunctions the Sunday before, but on Monday, the 9th of March, we've got a full moon in Virgo, plus Mercury is finally going direct in Aquarius. Mercury doesn't go direct until the end of the day, so we're going to feel some restlessness and deep emotions surfacing throughout the day, uh, although this full moon is also nicely aspected. This shadow side of this full moon and energy, full moon and Virgo energy and the Mercury going direct in Aquarius is going to be the mind being hyper-focused on obsession, addiction, criticism, overdrive, and just tapped into our ego or our wounding more than usual. It might be harder to focus or make decisions right now. You might feel really emotionally influenced. The moon full in Virgo speaks to our sense of duty and service, not to mention all things health, healing, and hygiene. So the question is, how do we serve? Who do we serve? If we are serving others to our own detriment, or if we haven't found a way to give back to the collective, we are going to feel that emotional pull. And remember, the sun is in Pisces. So the sun is in Pisces opposing the full moon in Virgo. So the sun in Pisces is also our collective karma, you know, and, and so... Are we serving the past? Are we serving a lineage that no longer fits our belief systems of who we are and how we would prefer to serve? And I'll bring this back to myself, you know. I can go the traditional route, and I have to do with my healing practice, and now I'm evolving it so that it also serves me. It serves me in the highest echelons of my joy. You know, what makes me feel good? Well, my creativity, my self-expression, being able to play music, being able to do these things uh, that make me really happy, sharing that voice, uh, connecting with community. So now I'm building a practice that also reflects how I want to serve myself, that serves me too. These are the things we're being asked to really commit to and move forward on. The laws of the universe require that we all engage in both a giving and taking in equal measure. Where there's a disparity here, we're going to feel really deeply on this day, on this full moon day. It is not our responsibility to take care of others to our own detriment. It helps absolutely no one when you exhaust your own reserves for someone else, when you put someone else above your own energy. Are you enabling others to not care for themselves by unconsciously being their savior? Conversely, do you take and pull on others energetically without giving back properly? What is the exchange that is necessary to bring your life into balance? With Mercury turning direct and in Aquarius and Virgo really being cohesive with the energies of Mercury, freedom from belief systems that tie you into energetic servitude or slavery is on the agenda. 
right? Where we feel like we have to serve others in some way um, without uh, an equal compensation. Um, this is really important stuff. You know, personally, even if money is tight for me, which it, which it often can be, um, because I'm self-employed and, you know, I, uh, run my own biz over here. Um, and, and everything has ebbs and flows. Personally, I make a point to give my money away. So I pay my bills. I get on top of everything because if I'm tight with how I'm exchanging money as energy, then that is only going to affect me negatively. I'm only going to see that uh, in response from the universe, right? Because the universe is responding to me, to my energy. So I keep the flow open. I keep the flow open. I make sure that that flow is happening, that I am being grateful and paying back into the collective consciousness I'm saying thank you for the things I'm purchasing that are supporting me, the people that support me. Um, and I'm seeing then that uh, abundance flow back to me more naturally. So additionally, on this day, I just want to note, because this is, you know, Virgo is all about, it's the moon is the emotions, our, our inner persona, our feelings, our creativity, in Virgo, this place of duty and service and health and hygiene, of course, I, I need to mention the fucking coronavirus again. And I just want to say, my doctor is awesome, I, my general practitioner, and she sent out an email that was really clear on the facts, really clear on the facts. Um, it does not serve us to buy into the hysteria around coronavirus. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. The facts are, and these are statistical facts, 98% of people who contract coronavirus will recover with no hardship. 5 to 15% may feel very unwell if they contract it, but most, so that's 75% of those who may contract coronavirus, they'll just feel slightly under the weather. Okay, contrary to what we know about flu, which is... Uh, you have a 99.9% chance of living through. However, 25,000 people globally each month die of the flu. Contrary to that, children actually recover the best from coronavirus or they show no serious effects, which is interesting considering their crown, uh, which is what, the corona, what corona means, crown, their crown chakras are more open and trusting. Um, older people or those with comp compromised immune systems require the most amount of care around this sickness. But this is true of all sickness and not just this virus. What we need to do in terms of the coronavirus is practice good hygiene and truly take very good care of yourself. If you're living in fear of the coronavirus, then your call to action is to clean up your diet and lifestyle and start to live the most vital life. Okay, if you're sitting there scared of the coronavirus, stop drinking coffee, stop eating sugar, stop eating meat and dairy, um, stop drinking alcohol, and take very, very good care of yourself. Switching to a clean, plant-based diet, okay, eating completely natural whole foods that you've made at home that are organic. These are the first steps. 
So if you are living in a lot of fear, you can do so much for your body, for your immune system by being, by eating clean, by taking really good care of yourself. Okay, so if you're, you or anybody that you know is feeling this intense fear around coronavirus, the facts show us that it's not wise for us to be hysterical. It's actually really to our detriment, especially to the detriment of our economy, which is causing more undue stress and pressure on us. The best way to tackle this is to uh, be reasonable, use your reasoning mind, look at the facts, and to really tune out those who are living in a lot of fear. And you'll notice those who are living in a lot of fear really don't want to make the changes to make themselves have a healthier lifestyle. It's almost like there's an enjoyment that comes, not consciously, unconsciously, from uh, living in fear, from being scared. We don't want to feed those energies, okay? Yes, fear comes up. There are things to be afraid of that we will definitely battle in the moment, but there's no need to... Sometimes uh, if we are just sitting and allowing these fears to build in us, when we know that the facts are different, it can speak to unconscious addictions that we have, to crisis, to drama, that we get some sort of a, a, a feeling from feeling bad, from feeling scared, that we are attached to, that we don't want to let go of. This, I think the fear that's coming up around coronavirus is really showing us where our connection with spirit is fractured. You know, it's showing us the state of our crown chakra, which is the poison, the poisonous energy for the crown chakra is attachment, right? So even that we're attached to living a life on earth, of course we all deserve to live with dignity for the life, for the length of life that we have here. Sickness is a tragedy um, for anyone whose life is ended prematurely by sickness. But the fact of the matter is, is that we are all dying. We do have a limited time here on earth. And it is, a, a, a life is a difficult um, survival. But we are so much more dynamic than that. Our energy is infinite, infinite. And if we don't tap into those infinite reserves, we do feel a lot more scared of our short time here on earth. We feel as if we're not living our purpose. We're not, everything is uh, eluding us. And that really brings us to uh, Friday, the 3rd of March and the Chiron in Aries square with the nodes. This is a big deal. This is, the nodes are going to be changing in May. The nodes of the moon, our karmic direction, the shit we're leaving behind the shit we're moving forward into. So on Friday the 3rd of March, I'm sorry, not the 3rd, the 13th. The Friday the 13th of March, Chiron, which is the wound that we have, we each have a wound that needs to be integrated, which is collectively in Aries right now, it's going to square the node. This is a karmic day for healing. Karma is the law of return. The seeds we sow, the beliefs we cultivate, the actions we follow through on are continually in flow back to us. Chiron and Aries is the collective wound around our identity. Who am I? Why am I here? Many of us are in the middle of huge changes as to how we activate and share our true gifts to the world. 
The wound that we care for internally becomes the light that we share with the collective. It's our gift to give. So our wounding, whether it's from this lifetime or previous lifetimes or both, it's something that needs to be acknowledged, accepted, and integrated. Most healing modalities nowadays, they seek to tell you that you'll eradicate your pain by letting go of your wounds. But the truth is that our wounds are elements to us that we don't just kick aside. We learn to notice and to care for deeply and unconditionally those parts of us that we consider wounded. We don't just stop being who we are with the experiences we have had through any healing modality. There's a push and pull on this day around where we're heading and where we have been. Okay, so we all have things that have happened to us, things that experiences that we've had that create wounding in our belief systems, in our mind, in our psyche, in our ego, in our body, uh, from minor childhood traumas to major traumas. Okay, we don't just let these things go. They don't go away. They're part of us. They are part of us, and it's our job to integrate these parts, these wounded parts, to love them, to fiercely and compassionately and unconditionally love these wounded parts, to see them clearly and acknowledge that they're there and accept them, and to work with them in a way that is helpful instead of trying to uh, pretend it's not there or, or rip this part of you away. So... There's a push and pull on this day around where we're heading and where we've been. We could feel torn. It could be hard to let go of the identities that we've carried for a long time, whichever identity that is, whatever identity we have given our trauma and painful painful experiences. um, These identities need to be changed. We need to change our perspective around the identity. It's not that we need to try to cut out our traumas, but rather we need to learn to see ourselves and our pain with deep compassion and understanding. We need to truly accept ourselves. The good, the bad, and the very, very ugly parts all need our loving eyes. Okay, and that's really going to be highlighted on this day. The cliff notes this week. Listen to your internal no. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Second, be conscious of how you exchange others' energy with others. Without exchange, it's just depletion and greed. Your purpose in life is to be you, not a rich version or a version with a perfect body or someone who is married with children, just whoever you are in your perfection right this very moment. You can find greater fulfillment in your life through what you engage in here on earth, of course, But all of your life has been you living your purpose. Big, big changes afoot this uh, week. Uh, You know, the old saying, let go or be dragged. I think it it is important to mention that here. Um, You're all doing great. You're all doing great. If, if, If emotions are bubbling up to the top and... It's such a call to action to connect with spirit more, to go even more into your self-nurturance. You can do this, loves. I want to thank all the patrons of the Energy Report podcast and newsletter. I'm so appreciative of you guys. Most patrons uh, are giving about $5 a a month. 
uh, to the availability of this report. This really helps me to, the exchange helps me, it helps to pay for the platforms that the podcast is delivered on, uh, which I pay for monthly. Um, so you support me in making it available and having the funds to keep producing this. And also you help me by giving back, giving back energy. So this week I want to thank Brandy for becoming a patron. Thank you so much for supporting me in your exchange. If you'd like to support this newsletter report podcast, you can do so by exchanging any amount via Venmo or uh, becoming a, a, a monthly patron to the energy report. Um, I want to send you all so much love. I appreciate you. Again, follow me at Yin New York on Instagram. Um, check in with my website around any one-on-one uh, um, healing sessions, any energy clearing sessions. I'm a medium and an energy clear, uh, an energy practitioner. So if you've been feeling really off, you're feeling really inundated, you're feeling really lost. Uh, maybe a one-on-one session with me is, um, is in the works. And of course, no matter where you are in the world, we're able to work together uh, through beautiful modern-day technology and a video session. So I look forward to connecting with you guys. Sending you all so much love. Bye.